Welcome, everybody. It's your boy, Vic. Welcome to episode 13 of So What Now. Um, me and Vega, we had a little spontaneous little break for July 4th, but we're back in action. Um, this is episode 13, and we have very special guests for episode 13, and that is our fellow pod- podcast lover, yeah. Making Good Spaghetti, Alex yeah. and David. How are you guys doing? Doing great, yeah. 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 Fucking living man, living man, the man, best man. life, baby. Trying. Heck yeah. Man, so out here. How many episodes have you guys have so far? Um, next one will be 18. 18, yeah, wow. 18. Damn, you guys pounding them, dude. I like yeah, that. Yeah, it just comes with conversations, daily conversations we kind of have. That's yeah. what's, what's been drawing your uh, inspiration so much? Honestly, I feel like it's just... <laughs> been kind of like a ride where it's like you wake up and you get a new day so there's always something new to talk about yeah honestly kind of the way we always talk is just every day is kind of something different sometimes it might be the same but usually it's something different every day yeah Mm -hmm. they feel kind of like episodes i guess to a show right at least that's how i look at it do you think you'll ever do like seasons so like you'll have like a season two and then, like, season two would be, like, a whole different, like, a way, array of, of um, topics, for example. Oh, I mean, um, we have... I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about, like, seasons in the weather, like, Halloween specials and Christmas. Oh, no, 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 no. No, I'm saying, like, like you know, TV shows, then mm-hmm. they come up with a new season and it has a whole new storyline. Like, would you I guys... Feel like we have, we have like, um, like, different ideas and stuff going forward that we kind of, kind of try to mess around with and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it could be something like that, probably. Maybe going off of um, that idea, Victor, with that season two thing, we can be like, oh, it's it's desserts now. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Making good desserts. Making good desserts. desserts. <laughs> oh, my God. Pecan pie. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fucking anything with brownies in it. Ah. Facts. Ah. So you guys were separately on different episodes in the past of our podcast. Yeah. Which has been great. Um, I sound a little drowsy right now for all the listeners because I just got my appendix taken out this earlier this week. Um, it was a weird, but um, experience, I should say. I should say so myself. It's mm-hmm. a weird pain. I don't know. I don't wish that pain upon anybody. Abdomen pain. Like- but mm-hmm. your formation, I'll get into the uh, whole appendix surgery part, but... Your whole formation of what you guys have been doing as a podcast has been amazing. It's been drawing inspiration not only to me, but I'm pretty sure to Vic as well. But you guys come up with new ideas that I've never seen before, especially with, you know, doing those specials and, mm-hmm. and kind of like those facts about like the random murders that were across the bay Yo. of uh, California. That was pretty crazy. Fucking nuts. Yo. Yo I kind of like that. That like all those things just go through my head all the time. So I'm like, I'm always like throwing ideas at David. Just like, yo, you want to fucking try this shit out? You want to try this shit out? And he's like, yo, let's fucking do it. Let's fucking do it. And I'm like, yo. But like, how do you it. run into that information? Like, are you looking? Are you looking for it? Or well, like... a lot of that stuff comes from like that. That one specifically came from like um like podcasts and stuff. And then like the research I did afterwards from like the um from like the the murders and stuff. I kind of like. Did like a couple of days worth of research for myself before the podcast, but before that, I was listening to episodes on that 
specific case for like a couple years now. Wow. And then uh, when he told me about it, I was pretty, I was pretty interested. And um, I used to listen to like this, this podcast called Lore, where they would talk about like old murders, mysteries, like myths and all that other good shit. So I thought it'd be kind of interesting to have somebody that I know tell me some information that I don't know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It could, it could have, uh, cause I think in that episode too, we talked about like different killers and things like that. I think the Zodiac killer was mentioned once or twice. You mentioned a few other names. There, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, wow, I'm so like involved. I want to like, <laughs> I want to know, obviously not be a part of the murders, but like, no, just know about them. Mm. I think it's cool. Like really good to shine light on the, like the things as well. You know what I mean? Like, that one's kind of an older case, but I mean, it's still kind of relevant just because of what happened recently and stuff. But like the, it's still like unsolved, like shit going on like now, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And to bring like light to those is kind of a meaning like the more people yeah. you get, like talk about it. Yeah. You never know. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's scary because things like that happen so often, but we just we don't, don't hear about it. it. Yeah. yeah we, we never hear about know. it. And it's weird because you, people are that <laughs> crazy that they actually kill people. You know, I think sometimes that's, it's just random yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, not even for like pleasure or anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you guys done extensive research on like the? Um, I guess a polar opposite of that was would be a person being wrongfully accused and spending time in prison, as opposed to. I mean, I've heard plenty of um, like stories like that from like podcasts as well. I haven't done like I've... my own individual research, but I've definitely heard many scary stories like that like um <clears throat> i've uh actually been watching the show on on netflix called exhibit a that like deals with that topic specifically about people uh people put in jail and like the methods used to like find the evidence against them and how it could like how they could have fucked up like i think uh the first episode was video footage and how you really can't trust video footage because it's not really the it's not it's not necessarily like what it seems to be because the way the dude was explaining it was like a video isn't really, isn't really a video itself. It's just like a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of pictures taken at like a very, very fucking quick speed. And so you could look at a video from one angle and it could look like something, but if you were to like, let's say take it apart and try to see it at a different angle, obviously it would either look different or it'd be different than what you thought it was. You know what I mean? That's yeah, crazy to think about. Yeah. That's really crazy to think about. So is is he trying to basically say that someone can use video in a harmful way to wrongly yeah. accuse someone? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That and well, um, what's it called? Ah, oh, fuck. What's it called? Uh, cyber fakes? No, it's it's like using like technology to put like a virtual mask over somebody else. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the thing though. Like the future is going to be a very scary thing. Because people, yeah, even now, this yeah. Photoshop is crazy. I mean, just like on Snapchat, you can put someone else's face on your face. Or you mm-hmm. can get the baby face. And it's just like, think about how, like, in a few months, how much more advanced it's going to be. Mm-hmm. So it's like... It's called deep fakes, by the way. I didn't, I didn't mean to cut you off or anything, but that's what it's called, yeah. No, no. Nope. And you know, this, I don't know why, but this whole discussion about, like, murders brings me to the movie The Purge. Yeah. Now I love that movie. I don't know why, but that man. What are you guys' thoughts on anarchy? 
the music. kind of like that whole <laughs> like just like the purge just like that whole setup of a political like um, you need atmosphere of yeah hmm. so for myself i haven't watched the movies but i definitely like the premise of it i think it's really cool and i've um i've seen i believe the first and this is weird i've seen the first one and i think i've just seen the most recent one where it ha- it's like it's like a prequel i think yeah to, yeah to the show which i didn't see either and i don't know if it's out yet or if it's been out um on what it was it usa i think but yeah the show one yeah I don't know. crazy concept to think about because if you could imagine yourself in that situation and say hey you don't even want to be a part of this yeah of this whole regime of a of a government system letting one night of the year everyone no laws are are implemented no ambulances no police officers you guys can all go just go crazy for one night um just imagine you don't want to be a part of that and i'm pretty (laughs) sure a good a good amount of people wouldn't be a part of that and that's what i that's what i thought too and you would have to like self-barricade your home and then people are it just want to fuck with you. And that's just so scary. What would you do? I don't know. I think I would, because you can't really go out and like, just go from your home. But I think if it's planned like that, I would just go out of the country. Mm. Mm. You're right. Cause it's only in the US. Yeah. That's what so, a lot of people do too. I would assume. So I would definitely travel. <laughs> that would be my first thing to do but other than that i guess i would have to just do full-on self-defense if anyone tries to fuck with me (laughs) how to get away with murder (laughs) just like shocking blast of the face seriously it's just uh, it's just so scary Uh, speaking of something that's fucking so scary i was looking at it because shark week is coming up oh god and i was looking at because the 4th of July week just happened. Mm-hmm. And in 2001, um, the most shark attacks killed the most people in 2001. I think it's called the Summer of the Shark. I think oh, I God. just recently saw it um, a couple of days ago as I was reading through just little statistics here and there mm-hmm. of a fun fact. But even with all those shark attacks... There were still only 76. I know that seems like a lot, but there were 85 documented in 2000. Oh, fuck. Shit. But five people were killed in 2001. So, Mm. but the thing is, 2001 was such a crazy year. In terms of statistics, that was the third most important thing that happened on the news. It was followed by um, the forest fires that happened in California. I think it was in September 11, mm. and yeah. the political and the political scandal that happened with uh, Chandra uh, Levy. I think that's her name. She was another girl where she was found missing, and mm-hmm. the the case was never solved. Oh wow! Yeah. So, so. what are those called? Cold cases. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those they locked them away. Mm. And like not not as like oh it's cool because nobody's ever found them. It's cool when people go back to them and find more shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what was it? I think it was in that in that show too. 
of um, Exhibit A. This like this grandma. She was sent. She was put to go to jail for life because they supposedly thought that she killed her husband twenty years prior. So she was able to like live her life for twenty five years, and then they were just like, "Yeah, we found this uh, nightgown. You kind of you're fucked now." <laughs> but, but you but, know the, the people who yeah. the people who actually do that. Do you think they lived their their like for example those twenty five years? Do you think that was like a horrible twenty five years for her? Like every morning she'd wake up like scared as shit, thinking someone's gonna knock on her door. Yeah, that that's probably a big fear there. But I I, I took it more as, as a sense of like. As you mean, like she did it, and how can she live with herself now? I don't know. I, I, that's what well. I, was I mean, say, if you look at if you look mm. at psychopaths, they don't have feelings, so that's why I think like killing someone it, it doesn't affect them. Mm. And I'm not saying that only psychopaths kill people, but you know, that's a trait of a person that probably want to kill someone. Yeah, yeah. Is wasn't that one of the traits of Ted Bundy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sociopath, psychopath. Um, are they different? Are they two different things? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I mean, I think a sociopath can become psychotic. Mm. I think a psycho's already, depending on I don't know, depending on facts. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, that sounds right, baby. That sounds right. (laughs) Wait, so if you guys would want, if you guys could make a perfect movie, what would be the plot? Fuck, that's Mm. hard. Cause yeah, I'm like, tough, yeah. like, I know, I know Jesus. you guys love movies, but like, what would be a perfect movie if you were the director from start to finish? Hit me. I don't know. I guess it depends what type of like movie you want, like a comedy, like a fucking no, well, no, movie. it'd be your favorite movie, it'd be whatever you want, like something that's that so, you could that's so hard, though. I, I can't, yeah, I can't that's, that's pretty fucking that. hard because then it's like you would try to make a movie that kind of like that kind of gives into each one of your tastes and. To be honest, I don't think a movie can have all of that. Yeah. Because <laughs> then you just guys don't know where the fuck you can go with the movie. I mean, but look at scary movies, though. That's yeah, true, but that's but like a really parody movie. Yeah. <laughs> they get really scary. See, I would want to try to make a, a serious scary movie. Like, I don't know if that makes any sense. Like, No, yeah, like a personal. Like a personal yeah. Thing, yeah. But, like, would you want it to be, like, gory scary? Or would you want it to be, like, suspense? Suspense. I like suspense more. Yeah, Gore doesn't man. really do much to me, but the suspense man, those pop up scares, that's a vibe. Hell yeah. Yeah. Those like short adrenaline rushes, I get you. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Like The Strangers. Oh my God. That movie's crazy. The fucking classic. <laughs> my man. Oh, wow. <laughs> I just remember the dude just popping up sometimes and them not hearing him or seeing yeah. him. Uh, uh, I think what, uh, yeah, exactly. I was about to say that. I think my ideal movie would be uh, horror, suspense, drama, slash uh, that real feeling. So I guess that would resonate me the most as Mm -hmm. to as to how I want to see like a movie, especially if it's relatable. Oh my Mm -hmm. god, it's a rap, fucking rap, yo. Like um, that's another that's movie on Netflix. It was about the woman who was like a publisher, but she was deaf or mute. Hush. hush. Oh yeah. yeah. Hush. Like oh, that movie. That oh. could like the movie was good. It was good, and that can actually happen to somebody. I don't know if there would be a deaf woman in the woods, and she's a publisher. You know that exact situation, but I feel like 
you know, they still, some people can get stuck and find themselves in that situation. Mm-hmm. The dude was psychotic. He wasn't a monster or anything. He was just a dude. And going back to what you said earlier, uh, Victor and Christian, and I guess all of us about sociopaths and psychopaths. <laughs> like th- at that point, I think that that would be defined as a psychopath if there's literally nothing else they want other than to just kill a person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's scary. It is fucking scary. Because any one of us can, can be a psychopath. Yeah. I might be a psychopath. You probably are, guy. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <yeah>. Facts. <laughs> that explains a lot. Uh, so earlier this week, um, I was fucking diagnosed with appendicitis. So oh, wow. that shit hurts so much. <laughs> so Sunday night, I woke up with this grimace campaign about like one thirty in the morning. Oh, shit. And... Let me tell you something. If you feel any sort of like abdominal pain, no matter if it's in your midsection, upper abdominal, left floor quadrant, no matter where it is, just fucking just go to the ER. It's not even worth it because I try to fight through the pain and try to go back to sleep, but it just didn't work. And then I ended up going to the ER 2.30 in the morning and I got enlisted in, I think at three o'clock, I got, um, I got into an ER room. Didn't get seen until almost three forty-five. So I was like in pain. What the fuck? So My like, yeah, I, I didn't get any painkillers till almost four o'clock in the morning. And wow! Talk so painkillers. I'm sorry that they didn't give that to you, my man. I know it. It was awful. It felt like so weird. And then I don't know. Instantly, when I had that painkiller, everything just numbed. I got mad dizzy. <laughs> Everything was just like, oh, shit, I might have to fall asleep now. So I couldn't fall asleep because I was still had this pain, even though the painkillers like kind of diminished it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then all I hear is the nurse say, hey, we're going in for a CAT scan. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, all fuck. right, then. Oh, damn, it's getting real now. <laughs> <laughs> a rude so, awakening. So when I went in for the CAT scan, the lady goes and says, all right, so you're going to have two simple instructions. I'm like, okay, what's that? She said, there's going to be an automated voice as soon as you go into the CAT scan. And the CAT scan automated voice is going to say, breathe in, breathe out. And I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, damn. So I realized I had to fucking just do all contractions of muscles all relating to my abdominal area. So when I had to breathe in... The yeah. fucking lady just stayed there. I swear to God, that automated voice just stayed there and wanted me to be in pain. Jesus. Breathe in. <laughs> breathe in. So yeah, then we go breathe out. And that breathe out felt like only two seconds. I felt like I was breathing in immediately after that. Oh, God. So, and then after that happened, I actually didn't get diagnosed with that till almost three hours later. The oh so actual goodness. surgeon didn't come in till like eight, eight thirty in the morning, more or less. God damn, bro! Sounds yeah. terrible. Sounds fucking terrible. Yeah, and then she goes, "Ah, oh, you have appendicitis. We'll we'll try to fit you in for a surgery today." I'm like, "Okay, great." So then, <laughs> thanks. So then, Vic swings by, my dad swings by, my brother swings by, and I'm over here. I'm just like, "All right, then. Here we go. It's surgery time." <laughs> All right, so Vic and my mom help out with um, guiding me to the OR room or the waiting room, that is. 
Pack You, I think that's what it's called. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. and I was in there, and there was about like seven people, Alex and David, that come up to you right before you do this surgery. Well, any type of surgery that is, it's just you know consent forms, what's going to happen in the surgery. It's just every single phase of a medical staff coming to you and saying, "Hey, this is me. I do such and such," and it's pretty cool. I always thought that. Um, they the medical do. field does a pretty damn good job of what they do. Yeah. And thank you. Man. It's a lot of preparation too. So, and I was nervous until I got into the OR room and they were strapping me into this fucking surgical table. That and, this, God. and this home <laughs> got Valium right before Fuck. that. Yeah. So yeah, this, yeah. this dude got a, an anti-anxiety med before going <laughs> into the operating room. <laughs> it just feels so cold in there. And all of a sudden, you just start getting the chills, and then they just strap you up into this thing. And the lady with the anesthesia gas mask just comes up and says, All right, Christian, you're just gonna have to take some deep breaths for about 10 seconds here. Damn, I'm like, Okay, yo, more breathing, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So, Alex, David, I was breathing into this anesthesia breathing in this anesthesia from the gas mask Mm -hmm. and my breathing just stops oh my god all i could see was my eyes looking around and then i that's when my eyes just shut because if you guys don't really know about anesthesia it temporarily disables your breathing what yeah, I, know that. I didn't fucking know it stops your breathing. See, I don't think a lot of people know that, but when yeah, you get no, surgery, a lot of people you, don't know you that. You get yeah. intubated. They put a tube down your throat. You're basically breathing. like briefly dead. Yeah. Us. Yeah, fuck these That's why people, It's not really like no one really truly knows how much. You know what I mean? It's kind of just like a estimation, kind of. You know what I mean? Yeah, kind of like what? a trial and error type of thing. You kind of have to like. Tell I mean, me that, they have it down. They have it down to a, like a, yeah. It's kind of close, you know. What I mean, they've done it for a long time, but it's not like yeah. a. It's not a sure thing. <laughs> God, but you know, there's actually uh, I don't know what it's called, but where you're still awake while they're doing your surgery, that's actually a real thing. Oh, mm. that like you can hear and like feel stuff, but you're you you can't move your body. Mm. That like that would scare the shit out of me. No, it's like yeah, it's like sleep paralysis. <laughs> But think about being able to feel like them cutting into you. Like, no, bro. Oh, Get my God. Out oh, my God. Get That's why I never want to have surgery. Oh, I'd be that 1% or some shit. <laughs> I still right? feel everything. I feel you. Oh, man. Yeah, no. Surgery is an interesting thing at, because just being a part of the whole process, I guess, was fucking crazy. <laughs> hey, you don't you, you don't really like ex- like know what it is until you experience it. Mm. It's one of those things. And I feel like with surgery, you come out of there and you're like, "Holy crap, what the hell just happened?" Like Jesus Christ. My first words <laughs> My first words when I, as soon as I got up, I saw the the nurse and I was like, "Can I use the bathroom?" <laughs> <laughs> Please. Let me pee. I was about to piss my pants, and then she gives me this little, like, bottle-looking thing, and I was just like, I'm not peeing in there. And I just (laughs) fall right back to sleep. (laughs) Fuck it. I'll pee in my sleep. (laughs) I'll pee in my dreams. Yeah. And I was KO for a while, man. 
And just in case, like, people don't know, the appendicitis is located, like, on your right lower quadrant, like, right hash side, lower right hash side of your ab. When you're thinking of, like, perspective of not looking at someone, but looking down at yourself, that's Mm -hmm. where your appendix is. And people really don't know the actual use of the appendix. It's kind of like a mystery type of thing. That's why you can live without it. Pretty cool. And so, damn, what was I going to say about it? Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, damn. The fucking, the appendix. Yeah, that's what it is. The appendix, not only does it fucking have a mystery to it, but apparently a bunch of people have come up with a bunch of theories to it as to what actually works and what doesn't. Hmm. How's that? Like what, what, like what you need in your body, you mean? Yeah. So like, it's like, it only has one entrance and one exit. So it kind of like anything around your intestines all the way leading down to like your stool. So for example, let's say people back in the day, only ate like straight up raw red meat. Apparently one of the mysteries or theories of appendix is that (coughs) the appendix is used to actually not more or less protect you, but Mm -hmm. it gives off bacteria. So that Mm -hmm. way you won't get infected around your stomach. Hmm. So I guess that's one of the evolutionary theories. That's cool. I like when you call them mysteries. (laughs) (laughs) I'm being for real. I like that. It is one of those interesting uh, situations where you go in with your body and you're like, oh, shit, here you go. Take this shit out of me. (laughs) Because this shit is bothering me. I remove it. I kind of felt that way, getting my wisdom tooth removed. And I'm telling you, when I woke up after, I was like, did somebody rock me while I was sleeping? <laughs> did somebody punch me in the mouth just as, like for a joke? They put it on YouTube or something. Because mm-hmm. I don't know, my man. It, it, it's, it's nowhere near what you had to go through. <laughs> well, the surgery beforehand, before there was actually the surgery that was done to me. There's two? Oh, my God. Yeah, there was, there's two types of, to, 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 oh to take out an appendix. But they only do it really one way. And that's... A, um, laptosectomy. I don't even know how to pronounce uh, it. It's, lapar- it's laparoscopic. There it oh, is. Shit, yo, so basically, they just put three poles into you from three different directions, like under your belly button to the left of it, and then in your belly button. And then they put a camera in there what? along with a what? bag so they can really see where they're actually going. Jesus. And then they just extract the oh, appendix God. from there. Uh. Wait, so you can like, is it that heavily connected to your body that you can, you could just pull it out or do they yeah, have to do they, they clip it, it off. Yeah, they clip it off. Ooh. Yeah. It's like cutting it with like a scissors. <laughs> oh, that sounds painful. That, Honestly, yeah, that Brad, sounds no. fucking awful. I, I feel it all for you, Brad. <laughs> so the, um, beforehand, what they did was just simply just cut you open with an incision and then take it out. But now they won't have to like move. All that other shit, they just, they kind of know where they're going and they just stick three things into you and then they just kind of take it out. Jeez. Jeez. Yeah, man. That's, that's, the, that, that's the life of the medical field. That was my week. <laughs> yeah. 
that's for the medical field. But think about it. Just think about like something like trauma surgery or brain surgery or heart surgery. That's even more risky. Just when you thought that a simple thing, just like extracting an appendix, that shit's scary. Yeah. Like for brain surgery, it's so weird how if they're taking out a tumor that you stay awake during that procedure. Oh my God. I think that, that is freaking amazing the that fuck? they have half your skull cut open and you're talking like that is crazy. I've only seen it in grays. But... Oh my gosh. And honestly, bro, if you want to see this YouTube brain surgery. Bro, yeah, seriously. They have all the surgeries on there. <laughs> Funny I'll thing is, I watched, I watched this surgery happen before, like, on YouTube before I even went in for surgery. I was watching it in my hospital bed. You're like, oh, that's what happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> huh. who, would, who knew? Who but? So hopefully it's none of us have to have surgery. I mean, I mean it's I bound to come sometimes. I think. Yeah, but like, no, not necessarily. Some people live their whole life not having. Surgery. I guess that's true, but I mean, that's now crazy. I feel like now though, it's just going forward. I feel like people, no matter what, are gonna get surgery. Do Do you feel like are like with the generations to come, they'll become more evolved, so that way they would require less like. You know, actual surgeries, their immune system gets better. They're fucking no, the way. But no, because no. what's going to happen is there's too many people who don't vaccinate their kids. Oh, God. So we're having, we're oh having, we're having old diseases that we have no immunity to, like polio and that shit oh, coming back. Yeah, like measles, like the MMR, measles, mumps, rubella, polio. God. Shit that was supposed oh, to be freaking God. extinct. Okay, <laughs> because these mofos don't want to vaccinate their little ass dirty kids. Now we're gonna probably die in the future because all them freaking bubonic plague shit coming back. And they don't they uh, don't they also adapt or get better? Yeah, all those diseases are gonna fuck us up. God, they're gonna fucking end us. Yo, we all gonna be cyborgs. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> there's a there's a fun fact about. Um, Is it fun though? About. <laughs> I hope so. About um, what we're basically talking about and about just like the medical field in general. So mm. I think it just moved up from four to three or five to three that medical errors are the third most um, likely to kill somebody next to his, uh, CO- I think it's lung cancer or just cancer in general and heart disease. Fuck cancer. So third is third is a uh, medical medical error but is that in the u.s That's yeah it's in the u.s, in the US yeah. yeah only in the u.s yeah because i think in a global perspective i think it would still be like you know like the hiv mm-hmm. there's the um the other crazy um communicable diseases oh shit yo what'd you hit me with Yo, <laughs> say that again. Combi- a combo fucking <laughs> hit right there. That was weird. Thought, like you just fucking read and can be, and I don't even know what went on. <laughs> say it again. Say it again. <laughs> Communicable diseases, bro. You said it so bad, but okay. They're basically another. It's like a fancy word to say infectious diseases. Oh man. So like when you're speaking on like a term or non-communicable. Those would be like your diabetes, your um, heart diseases. Mm-hmm. 
you know, as opposed to other infectious strands, such as like malaria, HIV, all that other stuff. Do you do you feel like the whole point of the medical field and just medicine and everything in general is to just completely do away with all types of diseases? Like, don't we need don't we need some sort of bacteria or something? Like, don't we need something to stick around? Well, yeah. Think? the The point is is to is to treat. Okay. If that makes sense, it's not to no, eradicate; yeah. it's to treat. Mm. But, to control. <laughs> but the bad thing about treating is that you, for example, antibiotics prescribed too often at times can make a super bug. Super bugs are gonna kill us too. Oh god! So you, it's like a, it's a bad loop. Nothing in the world is happy. Let's just say that. Dude. God damn it! <laughs> We've lost all happiness. Fuck. <laughs> But do you think it's getting bad or what better in the medical field as far as like medicine in general and technology? Well, no, of course it's getting better because if you look at the average age of how long people are living, mm-hmm. people live up to like they're 85 now. Like before, mm-hmm. it used okay. to be people would die when they're 55. Mm-hmm. So, you know, medicine is really so modern that we catch diseases earlier. We have a lot of screening um, that we can do for cancer. Um uh-huh. Yeah, it's. I mean, we have it good. Damn. So, do you think medicine? Do you think medicine, like how you're saying it's meant for treating? Do you think at some like point of it, one main thing is not eternal youth or like just to live forever? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, just to live. The forever. fucking eternal youth. Do you think that's like <laughs> one of the things of the medical field? Since they want, since like, obviously nobody wants to die and nobody wants to die young, and everybody wants to live as long as they want. So I would say no. Yeah. No. The reason I say no is because dying is brings a lot of money. So if if people were able to live forever, we would not have hospitals. We wouldn't have drugs and we wouldn't need surgery. You know what I mean? Crazy overpopulated. (laughs) It'd be crazy overpopulated too. Damn, damn, damn. So we need death. In a sad, sad way. So I, yeah. yeah, in a sad way, we need it. Unless no, we kill I, them all I, I while we're that. being immortal, you know what I mean? We gotta <laughs> fucking murder everybody. <laughs> Damn, but then chaos. chaos would ensue. Honestly. Hell yeah, dude. That that could be a movie right yeah. there. Like, everybody could live forever, and then one person's like, no, fuck you, you don't get to no more. <laughs> all right, David. Like, you, know you can have my life. Mm. Or David, you could take it in another stance in terms of like a society's perspective mm-hmm. and food and food um, consumption, especially okay. um, if you think about it back in like the 30s or 40s, people were having like own farms. Everything was grass fed. Everything was kind of like healthier from. Yeah, more <laughs> yeah, or less healthier. Exactly. Yeah. From the ground. And nothing was like genetically Process. modified, mm-hmm. processed, all that stuff. And you see with all these people and they realize all these companies were booming and saying, hey, damn, we're making a lot of fucking money. Let's keep doing this, even though we're fucking up the whole entire <laughs> world Yo, while doing up, it. We're making money. Exactly. So everything is in uh, in terms of like um, the interest of own money and especially fucking company money. policy making. And if you think about it, what the society has moved on to. And I think I talked about it in the last podcast with you guys that in the eighties, this guy wrote a book and he realized how McDonald's was going to be, um, 
a societal view of what we embody today. So mm-hmm. like he predicted like 30 years into the future. He basically called the book McDonaldization of society. Oh, basically shit. how everything is so fast paced. TVs are going to be non-existent. This, this and that. That, that and this. We're going to be getting our news outlets from from elsewhere. He kind of predicted like t- modern technology, which is pretty damn cool. Mm. I mean, just like McDonald's, we like uh, we like shit quick. Yeah, you know? <laughs> simplicity. Simplicity. Yes. <laughs> Do you that's think so? Why, why everyone likes the fucking iPhone? I was gonna I mean... say. Do you? Do you? Um. Those minute clinics. Do you think that's the fast food of like the of the health industry? Yeah. It is, but yeah, but, but mm-hmm. you can't treat health like fast food. No. Definitely not. <laughs> Yo, in <laughs> out, get the fuck out next. In. Five more years to my life, please. Oh, man. It's like the, um, the American Dead. Like, my elbow feel funny. My elbow feel weird. <laughs> He's like, I'm kind of funny, please. He's like, I've, I've been oh. stabbed. <laughs> oh, shit. That reminds oh, me of um, Family Guy. You remember when they were in the future and Cragmire's like, oh, got AIDS again. And he fucking just takes some pills. And fucking... <laughs> oh. it, it was something like that, like oh, herpes. And then he just took a pill and he went away. Yeah, Which no, that's, that's, that's <laughs> nuts. I mean, that's another crazy thing, too, when people are in waiting rooms. There's and and a, psych- a psychology aspect of that. And you kind of just like say, shit, why is it taking so fucking long? long and then it's kind of like our view like on society in general mm-hmm. how everything is just coming so fucking fast to us and then once we step into a medical field we think it's going to come equally as fast but that's just not the way it works it'll never be like that never hence why it would happen to me in, um, in the ER it was probably I could say nobody in the ER they were just fucking prepping paperwork all that stuff and then I mean if they worked like machines I would have been taken in and five ten minutes as opposed to like 30 to 45 oh oh i like that you said that i fucking so do you think we need people to be doctors if we have uh technology and robots to do it like in the future well this is one problem so what i think is going to happen is eventually we're going to have machines that are literally just going to scan our whole body mm-hmm. and they're going to it can tell what's wrong with us Mm-hmm. Like for example, in the ICU, um, they have this um, this machine that they just place on your chest, and it looks at your blood pressure. Um, oh. But right from your um, crap, why am I from your venous system? So they don't have to put a catheter into you because a lot of yes. patients in the ICU they require continuous monitoring of their blood pressure. So mm-hmm. instead of having to do an invasive um, procedure they literally just put something on you and that can take your blood pressure so i think that we're gonna reach a point where like we're we're gonna scan shit and then the machine is gonna tell us what's wrong so i think at a point we're gonna not need uh doctors as much or we're not gonna need we we still need them because we need someone to to process that information and like adjust but i still think in in the future there might be a chance where we might not even need doctors Oh shit! Because like be computers might be smart enough to process like words. Because you know you've seen like the computers or the robots that can like talk to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing if they keep keep that up, there's gonna be freaking robot doctors too. 
But I, I think no, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. No, off. I was gonna say in the urgent care, there's gonna be robot doctors. Yeah, but like, just in urgent care, you think? You no, think? everywhere. Probably everywhere. everywhere. I don't I don't really feel like like having robots is necessarily such a bad like it's not really a bad idea. But I feel I still feel like you still need a human being just to have human interaction you still have like um what's that called what's that essence called like a soul like you still need somebody who can still feel and still like understand that the person that they're working on is a person not just another like model or like another um Mm. you know what i mean just not like another like yeah like a car on the line or like anything on a line on a conveyor belt you know what i mean like it's a Mm -hmm. person to person sort of thing like that's with jobs like let's say being like firefighters cops or in the medical field i feel like you still technology can advance as much as it can but you still need that you still need that humanity there we go you still need that little bit i feel yeah um and i mean the numbers prove too that to with the human touch you know mm-hmm. people are able to heal faster too really that's mm-hmm. fucking dope what yeah. it's mm-hmm. kind of like a spiritual thing too if you think about it Oh, well, yeah, because you know we all transmit an electrical um, impulse. So I did this thing in class before that we freaking held like this egg thing. Mm-hmm. So we would we got into a circle, and one person would hold the egg, and then we'd hold hands. And then we, when we all held hands, the the little freaking egg thing would light up. But then if someone let go, it would it wouldn't light up because we're all freaking connecting dope. our electrical signal, and that's just Damn. dope. Yeah. That's- like spirit energy. Yeah, it's that spirit energy. Spirit it's the vibes, bro. We emit vibes. Hopefully, all good. All good <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh. Yeah, Vic and I can go on and on with the medical, the medical yeah. aspects of things, man. It's it's really it's a really cool thing, kind of like you guys, you know, when we guys talk about whether. You know, when it comes to like video games or simple technology or movies, you guys have way more knowledge than us sometimes. So it's all about balancing each other out, you know? Hell yeah. Hell <laughs> yeah. I mean, I got one more question that I want to ask, and it has to it has to deal with like it's scary and it's still the medical field. And that's um Fire away. Do you th- Okay. Again, it, like I, I know I'm kind of like jumbling up my words and things like that. But another show on Netflix that I've been watching, um, it's called Dope, and it's just about like you know drugs, drug abuse, the people who sell it, the people who make it, you know, everything from A all the way to Z, right? That has to do with drugs. And like the very first episode of the third season had to deal like in Boston, in South Boston, on like this. I think it's in the South End, and people call it the methadone mile something like that but like the main thing that i i want to like take out of all that is just the drug fentanyl and how i asked Haley this and like i asked people is it really do we need to keep making that kind of a drug that's so powerful like uh i don't know if i said it right fentanyl fentanyl Mm -hmm. Mm. yeah man like I i don't know if we do we need to I mean, be making it? Currently, it yeah. Currently, yes. I mean, I don't I don't specifically know how is it that people 
get yeah. fence get get that drug because fentanyl is used in surgery mm-hmm. and it's really not used freely like yeah um, it's, like it's not prescribed no it's a pain yeah killer. it's a, a painkiller pain it's a painkiller yeah but i don't know how is it that that drug gets out like that because doctors don't prescribe it so i don't know how that happens but i mean they're, they're um, probably the ones giving it out you know what i mean maybe it's, it's maybe. so so weird though it's not because it, that has to be tracked um because each um, narcotic gets a number and then mm-hmm. the, the doctor who prescribes that gets tracked so that doctor can really only prescribe so much oh, fentanyl. Yo, and so like, i don't know they really and when they do prescribe that shit it's only a little bit like it's um yeah uh what what was the what was the amount like a micro micro milligram something like that so i mean i'm guessing that those drugs coming in must be coming out of this out of the country yeah no it was they were it was, yeah they um, are they are and it's like it's not only fentanyl it's it's like people are mixing it in with um with heroin but in that mm-hmm. episode, it, it, they were saying, like, it got so bad to the point where it's like, people don't even want heroin anymore. They want fentanyl because it just fucks you up mm. so, so hard. Yeah. And also people are, like, finding ways to make it synthetically. It's crazy. So, it's fucking nuts. That's another thing, too. And also a That's even thing. scarier. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's just like, yo, you want to fucking do the worst thing you could ever do in your life <laughs> for, like, super cheap. <laughs> I got some shit. Let's fucking do this. Oh, my so God. The, the second scary thing about that is you can have a situation of a, of a Breaking Bad dude, you know, Walter mm-hmm. White, just mm-hmm. a chemist just making this shit. And mm. That'd be kind of scary, too. So there's really just two avenues, you know, like imported or it's really hard to get it just straight up from doctors because, like, they prescribe so little of it. Yeah. So, well, it's not even prescribed. Like, well, yeah, there's no like, doctor, yeah, there's no doc- no doctor that I know it. that, yeah, that would just give fentanyl. it out there. Exactly. No doctor. It's only used in the hospital and in the OR. Yeah. From what I know, no doctor's going to do that. Yeah. So it's definitely just imported, <laughs> imported, or you're having a. a intelligent as fucking chemists just out there making it Damn. in Colombia. <laughs> man i saw like i saw a couple episodes of that shit all about cocaine Colombia. there was this one dude who made his own type of crack rock it was like pink exactly it's just oh, those man. individuals making it synthetic synthetically just like <laughs> making up like new drugs and combining shit and just hey you want to try this <laughs> you just want to like no thank you just you know put this in your body <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and they showed users too on that show like people actually using heroin bro and just seeing people like jab a needle into them and wiggle it around oh my god oh my goodness and or just heat them up he like oh uh, and it's black dude like heroin yeah, is fucking oh. oh my goodness did you remember that nat geo episode where there was um like a five minute part from lawrence where it yeah. showed like a, the homeless dude under the bridge showing mm-hmm. up too, like that mm. is crazy. God, that made me I mean, it's wild to think how many, how much drugs there are in Lawrence, because like <laughs> it's it, it's kind of weird because we never see it because we're not about that. But like, yeah. there's so much drugs in Lawrence, and not even Lawrence, this area. Mm. It's just so much easy access to. Yeah. Oh, another fun fact for you, uh, David. <laughs> Oh shit! Here it is. Oh, so, Matt, I think it was two years ago. Mass, New Hampshire, and West Virginia, the most for synthetic drugs. 
Oh, Highest prevalence. What do you That's mean by synthetic drugs? Insane. Well, like, you know man, how you can man. make it like synthetically, like the synthetic form of like heroin or like the synthetic form of like, what like a cocaine. Is, what's the synthetic version of heroin? That's what I was saying myself too when I saw the fucking article. <laughs> I, I, was I like, think it's fentanyl. I also learned it in my epidemiology class too. I just got to bring up those notes. I forget what drugs they were exactly, but I know it was something like morphine, um, fentanyl, heroin, crack, cocaine. My faves. Um, <laughs> Damn. All the classics, yo. Damn. Yo, pick MDMA, them up. MDMA. Like, yeah. <laughs> Crocodile. What else? Crocodillo. Crocodillo. <laughs> Crocodile. No, have you heard of crocodile? Crocodile, bro? It comes from uh-huh. Russia, bro, and that thing makes your skin look like a crocodile. <laughs> yeah, bro, it's called crocodile, bro. It makes your skin look like a bro, crocodile. Russian bro. crocodile. Yeah, dude. That ass, it comes from Russia. Yo, those fucking Russians, yo. Those Slavics, yo. <laughs> oh, with, with the crouch, like, yo, you want Yeah, with the crouches and the, and the Adidas fucking the Adidas jumpsuits. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, the... it is crazy. Oh, oh man. man, what a conversation, dude! We, yeah, I like we, this the fuck? we went from murdering people to shooting up heroin, dude. I don't know what the <laughs> hell. Hey, we're not, we're not doing that. Don't sponsor us for that. <laughs> oh, god. I mean, if it's money, yeah, like, get the fuck out of here, you <laughs> get a message like, yo, you're trying to like, hey, stuff while you look, I, I told you before, <laughs> I'm willing to sell myself for anything. Oh God! Oh no! Yeah, hey man, you don't have to. It's okay. I don't have to, but I want to. No, <laughs> you don't want to. Come on. Victor and Christian are just about to. You know, my grandma they're, just they're called fucking, me. Wait, what did you say? They shook. They're just like, yeah, I can't believe this. I just said. No, what I did can't you believe say, this David? No, that Alex is like, yeah, you know me. I'll sell myself. Oh, if I want to. <laughs> hey, do what you love. Of course, just not with opiates. <laughs> yeah, don't, no. don't do that. Smoke weed. Drugs are do bad. That. Only some are bad. Okay, Drugs are bad. my grandma Good. keeps calling me. Gosh. All right, then, fellas. Thanks for coming on again. Of no course, problem. Anytime. Very interesting yeah. talk. Yeah, yeah, it was a really good episode. We appreciate you guys again. And whoever's listening, thank you again for tuning in. Sorry we weren't available for last week. But we're here riding on out without, you know, other concerns or interruptions. So let's get this money. Don't do drugs. Fucking money. Do some drugs. (laughs) Do all the drugs, yo. Fucking do it. Yeah, don't. You know what? Get mixed messages. I don't know. Don't do them. them. Whatever. (laughs) <laughs> Just be safe. Don't hurt people. Don't die, please. Like, yeah, prosper. For sure, don't do it, guys. For sure, don't do it. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, the last five minutes is just us being like, don't fucking do it. But kind of do it. But kind of do it. Oh, just do it. Fucking do it. Oh, don't. Alrighty, fellas. Take it easy. Yes, sir. Later, guys. Bye-bye, everybody.